But when you ask your mate, you know, how was your day? You really want to be able to hear what they have to say because that is showing them respect. That is showing your interest. That's showing your, you know, that you care. This week, Dr. Karen Sherman and I discuss five very simple tips to improve your daily marriage habits. I promise you, as soon as you're done with this episode, you will be able to implement something to make your spouse happy. Stay tuned. Okay, here's the deal. I love wine. I know a little bit about wine, but I'm not an expert. But you know who is? Our wine club partner, Touring and Tasting. We have been working together for five years now, and I can honestly say that they have delivered to my door some of the best wines I have ever had. We started working with them so that we could deliver to you an ongoing reminder, a treat to slow down with your spouse and enjoy each other's company and to reconnect. To help facilitate with each shipment, we provide simple date night ideas and Touring and Tasting shares background information on the wineries and includes recipes that will pair well with your wines. I should note that many of these wines are typically only available if you actually visit the winery or become a member of that wine club. The customer service from Touring and Tasting is ridiculous. I have a friend who joined and then called me to rave about how enjoyable their customer service experience was. That's unheard of, right? So here's the deal. There are no membership fees. Shipping is free. You can cancel at any time And these unique award-winning wines come with 100% satisfaction guaranteed, which means they guarantee the wine is delicious or they will replace it free upon request. If you decide the wine you just had was amazing and you want to reorder, you can save up to 70% off of retail. Now here's the closer. If you sign up today, you will receive your first shipment for half price. You can join right now and get your first shipment for a flat fee of $49 plus tax. This is before the half price offer. So your pre-taxed first shipment is less than $25 for two amazing bottles of wine. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Go to hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link to join today. Gift options are also available. Ahem, wedding season around the corner. And again, visit hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link to join in celebrating your marriage. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of hitchedmag.com. I am joined once again by the original... Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, you, Steve. Uh, so today we are going to talk about um, what are the daily habits? What are some healthy daily marriage habits that couples should be doing or at least consider doing? Um, we were just talking about this off air about how a lot of times, most of these podcast episodes, we give very specific scenarios of, okay, when your spouse does this, how do you respond? Or you want to influence these behaviors? How do you do it? Um, you know, and thinking about this one, it came down to, we want to influence a daily, strong, healthy, vibrant marriage. So what should we do? Um, and so I wanted to see if we could maybe go through... F- four, five, six things 
that can kind of get people going in the right direction. Small things don't have to be huge. We're not asking people to roll out uh, spreading flowers on the floor before the spouse goes from the bedroom to the bathroom kind of stuff. But um, really simple, easy things that people can implement. So you want to get started? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm going to add my what have I got to add up front before the end, although maybe I'll have something at the end as well. Oh, okay. You just said small things. It doesn't have to be anything big. And what I would like to suggest is that it's the small things that really bring about the long-term big feeling of staying together. So you don't have to spend lots of money and make grand gestures, but it is staying aware of doing the little things that's going to make a real difference in your relationship. Yeah. Great point. Great point. Um, okay. So, uh, first, what is something that you just think is a good daily healthy marriage habit? Okay. So I think, you know, why do you get involved in a relationship? It's basically to know that you matter to someone. So letting the other person know that um, would be really nice. And it can come out as I love you. It can come out as, you know, you really are special to me. You really matter to me. Um, I was once at a workshop where Uh, It was suggested that you say to your partner, I pick you or I still pick you. Mm. Um, You know, I don't want to script it too much for people, but I think that letting your mate know that they still are significant to you in some way, shape or form uh, really will let them know that, um, you know, you're invested in the relationship and in them. Okay. So do you, so to drive home the point, you don't necessarily have to say, I love you every single day, but it is a good idea to express your positive feelings toward them. Yes. Daily. Yes. Got it. Okay. Uh, so get, give us something else. What's, what's okay. number two for us? So the next thing of course would be if you could add some physicality to it. Um, and as I'm talking about it, I'm thinking to myself, gee, this starts to sound a little bit like, you know, different languages of love. Some people like to hear it. Some people like physical mm. touch. But we happen to have research that says that four hugs a day is really, really important. We know that we know from early research that um, contact comfort is really significant. So if you hug each other, then you're providing that contact comfort. You're providing that sense of connecting with each other. And um, hugs really are really significant. So um, here's where you get your four hugs in. When you wake up in the morning, when you go to sleep at night, uh, when you say goodbye for the day, and when you greet each other. That's Mm -hmm. where you get your four hugs in. Now, um, we also know that hand-holding is very, very important. We know that it lowers br- uh, blood pressure. We know that it's a stress reducer. So that's another way to do physical touch. Um, but even, you know, if let's say your partner's sitting and watching TV, and as you walk past, you just sweep your your hand on them, you know, like running across their shoulders – it's a way of, again, saying, I'm aware of you. Mm-hmm. You matter to me. So I think um, physical touch is really, really a critical thing uh, to connect with your mate. That's, uh, 
I, I love all that because I think, um, you know, kind of putting together some of these ideas, thinking about some of this stuff, and I think touch is super important. And I was also thinking about um, architecture. And <laughs> hold on a second. Architecture. Okay. Architecture. <laughs> so in business, um, you have these trends that take place uh, with community and creativity where you will have companies – build their office space for to incentivize the interactions that they value. Mm-hmm. And so they will um, create big open spaces for collaboration. If they have a lot of private things that need to be done, they will have closed doors and, mm-hmm. and boardrooms with blinds, right? So the, they're, it's very thoughtful and intentional to get the kind of environment that you want. Yes. So in that same regard... Um, I, it just got me thinking about, so how is your home laid out? Huh. Do you, do you both have a chair where you sit on the opposite ends of the room or do you sit on a couch next to each other where physical touch is a natural thing to do? So you're not trying to force these things. You create an enabling environment where they are, you know, I don't, it's not serendipitous, but they, uh, they, they are a natural extension of the environment that you, in which you live. I agree that you want to create, uh, an environment that will motivate you or be, um, conducive to having more connection with each other. It's funny. I'll tell you where my mind went. Um, I'm living in a new home now and I was setting up my office space in my home because I see people in my home. And when I was buying, uh, it's a very small room, so I was buying um, a uh, sofa for it. And I had to make sure because the the room is not big enough for several different sitting spaces Mm. that it was large enough that if the couple was annoyed with each other or angry, they could sit at opposite ends of the, the, the sofa because that actually gives me information about how they're getting along as to how they sit. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, to your point, uh, I think that you want to create space that at least offers you the possibility of being connected because if all you've got in the room are two large chairs and they're not even near each other, then you've certainly cut that possibility out. Yeah. So just, you know, just something to think about. And to your point, like when you were talking about the hug thing, for example, Uh you, you discussed it in a way that it becomes a natural part of the routine. Mm -hmm. Wake up, go to bed, see each other, leave each other. Those are just very natural things. So I was just thinking that, um, if you have an environment where you're sitting next to each other, it's easier to touch each other. <laughs> like it yes. seems so obvious, but these are these little things that can really add up over time. Because if you create these gaps or, you know, you might have a relationship where somebody's listening to this and they're thinking like, when we see each other or leave each other, well, I get up and leave the house, you know, maybe a couple hours before my spouse gets out of bed because we work opposite mm-hmm. shifts. So that's mm-hmm. not going to work. So if that's the case, um, maybe making sure that when you are together that the physical space is conducive mm-hmm. to other types of physical touch. Yes, yes. Good point. Very good point. Um, 
All right, let's let's move on to number three. What do you got for us? Okay, so especially in today's world where we're busy and running around and, you know, there's so much, so much going on, um, the first part may sound like, well, duh, yeah, but the second part is really where I want to make my point. You want to ask your partner how was your day or what went on or whatever, but the significant part is you want to listen to the answer. So it's not one of those, you know, as you're walking in the hall when you were back in high school or even this day in age, you know, when you're at work and you say, hi, how are you? But you don't really mean to listen to the person if they say, oh, listen, I had a really bad day, you know, yesterday. Mm -hmm. You'd be flawed. Like you don't really expect somebody to say that to you. You expect them to say, great, how are you? You know, it's just a, a, a courtesy. But when you ask your mate, you know, how is your day? You really want to be able to hear what they have to say because that is showing them respect. That is showing your interest. That's showing your, you know, that you care. Um, if your partner starts to tell you something and you're in the middle of, you know, cooking a complicated recipe or helping your kids with schoolwork or everything, then say, you know, I really want to hear about this. Let's talk about it a little bit later because I want to give you my full attention. Mm -hmm. um, so it's important to show interest, but it's important to really show interest, not just to be, you know, giving it lip service. So yeah, to speak. you have to have some sincerity behind it. Mm -hmm. I was going to add, and this is a situation that my spouse and I have uh, come come in contact with, which is one of us will be in the middle of something on our phone where we will be texting back and forth with somebody else, or we will be on the phone with somebody else, uh, or something along that nature. And, you know, walk through the door, say hi, kiss, whatever. And, you know, while they're still texting, they're, they're able to carry a conversation, but it's not the full attention uh, to, to your point. And so it's let me. So what we now do is we will say something like, oh, let me finish this really quick. And then they will physically we one of us will physically put our phone away or down and then we will have that conversation because mm -hmm. we have tried it the other way. Um, trying to be multitaskers and, and, you know, in some, some occasions it's, it's, it's fine and it works and there's not much, but if there's something that we really want our spouse to engage with, mm -hmm. um, we, we have learned that through experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so again, you know, it, it really feels like you're dissing your, your mate if, um, you're not paying attention, mm -hmm. uh, and and it may be, you know, it's just, again, because of life circumstances that at that particular moment, you're not able to give full attention. Um, then be honest and say, you know, I'm just not able to right now because such and such is going on, but I do want to hear about this. You know, let's, let's talk later. And one of the common complaints that I hear from women is, well, you know, he says, you know, we'll get back to it later. And then, you know, he never comes back to me. So, um, I'm going to say two things, guys, it would be great if you would remember to, you know, come back and say, okay, so, you know, let's, let me hear what, you know, that story you were going to tell me. If you can't remember to do that, put it on your iPhone with a little uh, alarm. Mm -hmm. But the other thing, ladies, that I want to tell you is that, uh, men's brains tend to be very compartmentalized. They don't think like we do. And so um, I wouldn't 
end up getting really, really upset and just thinking, well, he obviously doesn't care about me because he never came back and asked. Um, just go to him and say, so, you know, is now a good time to, to tell you what happened, you know, at work today? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, we, we have talked about this in the past where we will a lot of times make things more difficult than they need to be mm-hmm. because we um, imagine scenarios as they should be, not as they are. Right. So we imagine that our spouse should come back to us at a later date and be like, so what was that you wanted to tell me when you you would be perfectly fine if you just went to them and said, hey, you know, I would really like to tell you this thing. Right. Absolutely. And not put, and not put meaning to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Number four. Uh, well, you know, again, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to say that this may be difficult because, again, you know, in today's world, we're all so busy. But if if you can stop and just be aware of your partner during the day and think about something that you could do that would specifically make them happy, uh-huh. whether it's a text, whether it's um, stopping and buying their favorite dessert um, whether it's um, leaving a little note, you know, something that you know would be specifically, um, you know, would, would make them happy. I think that, again, that is just a little extra that makes somebody feel special. So in the same way that um, touching them makes them feel connected, just doing something... Um, special for them just to let them know that you are thinking about them. Is that what we're talking about? So like a text message, like, you know, I'm, you know, miss you or see you soon. Yeah. Yeah. And, Mm -hmm. and that falls under, if we talk love languages again, that's under random acts of kindness. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just doing something that, you know, specifically would make them feel good. Uh huh. And it's interesting because, the um, the five long love languages you're talking about from Gary Chapman, Dr. Mm-hmm. Gary Chapman, those are laid out as um, the like there's a language that speaks to each individual. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what we're talking about is why not do all of these things throughout the day if I'm understanding this right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things, so you mentioned, you know, text messages or leaving a little note. Um, I like to make my wife tea in the morning. Oh, isn't that sweet? While she's getting ready for work. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's a, again, it's another like really simple thing to do. Just heat mm-hmm. a little water and drop a tea bag yeah. in, but totally appreciates it. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. the simple stuff. Or when she comes home from work and she has a bag, like I will meet her at the door and I will grab the bag from her and I will, you know, so like just little things like that. Um, yep. you know, and I know it makes her feel special. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so the last suggestion, okay. which is not to do something that is, you know, novel or different. And by the way, novel, doing something novel mm-hmm. is going to be very appreciated because we also know that boredom can kill a relationship. So when you're doing these things that are specific to them and they're a little, different or out of the ordinary, then that's going to get you extra points, so to speak. Um, Not that I'm saying you should count points. What I'm saying is that's going to even, you know, make it even that much more special. Greater impact. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So sort of the opposite of that is that um, 
partnerships really should be partnerships. In other words, that each of you um, sort of have your tasks, your roles, whatever. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, for every three things you do, I do three things. But it, it means that we each are contributing to the relationship. And so, and, and let me also say there are going to be times that you're not going to be able to keep up your part of the relationship because maybe you've got a big project or maybe you're feeling sick or maybe one of your parents needs you. But barring those types of stressors, you should be keeping up your end of what you do in the relationship. And so do what you're supposed to do. And if you can't do what you're supposed to do, I think it behooves you to at least say that to your partner. So here's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Let's say, um, I'll give you an example, which is with my daughter, okay? Because okay. it'll, it'll be easier because that's the thing that comes to my mind right okay. now. Um, for a while, when we were um, moved out of our house, but not yet moved into our new house, we were living with her. And, um, you know, it's, it was still an imposition. And um, so she would leave for work and I might still be in bed. And, and the expectation was that I would make the bed, which is fair. And I don't even remember what happened on this particular day, but I wasn't able to get to making the bed. Mm -hmm. But what I did is I said to her, you know, I just want you to know that I, I didn't get a chance to make the bed and I feel badly about it, but blah, blah, blah was going on. And, you know, I, I don't want you to think that I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. And then she was totally cool with it because at least it was telling her, I didn't forget about you. I didn't forget that this is sort of like, you know, our agreement that this will be my part of, you know, our partnership while I'm living here, among other things. But, you know, that 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 piece of it. And I'm aware that my not doing it is going to be something that would upset you. So I don't want you to think like I just don't care. And so by at least acknowledging it, she was fine with it. That uh, I have to tell you, that is so funny. I honest, like literally today had almost an identical scenario. Um, I, so I am responsible for cooking and, and taking care of the kitchen. And last night, uh, I, I left a dirty kitchen. I was working really late. And so today I told my wife, uh, that, you know, I, I know the kitchen's dirty, but I plan on getting to it later this right. afternoon. Right. And exactly. got the exact same response. It was, yeah. yeah, I know. I'm not worried about it. And I think that's part of it because what we're talking about ultimately is you're building trust. Exactly. Exactly. And what you're doing, you're right. You're building trust and it's acknowledging, it's letting them know that you're aware of them and that the partnership the arrangement, whatever you want to call it, matters. Mm -hmm. So it's really important that you do that. Yeah. Now, I mean, obviously you can't do that every day um, unless, of course, I mean, here's the other possibility. Let's say that you've got a really hairy project coming up mm -hmm. and you know that you're not going to be able to carry your load for a while. So you sit down and you have a discussion. You say, you know, I know that we agreed that I would, you know, be the one that would cook. However, such and such is what's going to go on for the next two weeks. I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. I don't want to let you down. And so we need to make different kinds of arrangements. 
you know, again, at least you are acknowledging it, you're aware, you're not just sort of like, you know, hiding from the whole thing and hoping it's going to go away. Yeah. I mean, again, this gets to respecting not just your spouse, but also the relationship that you have. Absolutely. Right. Um, all right. Uh, I think that was a pretty good list. And I think all these things people can implement as soon as they hit the pause button on this episode. Yes. Uh, Was there anything else that you wanted to add? Well, you sort of said it in the last sentence. I think (laughs) the most important thing to do every day is to show each other respect Hmm. that you maintain, um, a open, non-judgmental, um, non-critical attitude, uh, towards your partner and, uh, be accepting of their differences. You're not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. Um, you're not going to always see things the same and that's okay. So when your partner sees things differently or expresses different opinions, you don't roll your eyes, you don't sigh, you don't put them down, you know, um, you can disagree, you don't have to agree, but you don't make them feel belittled because they have some kind of a difference from you. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I was, as you were going through that, I was thinking we have a lot of articles on our website about etiquette and courtesy and manners. And not that those in, inherently include respect, but it's when you um, express just basic courtesies and manners, that is a level of respect that you're showing your spouse mm-hmm. by saying please and thank you for the things mm-hmm. that they're doing and stuff of that nature. And so if you just live a life of 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 good etiquette, um, yeah. at least you won't have the opposite effect. At least you won't um, accidentally offend your spouse for something that you weren't trying to be offensive with. Because right. nobody gets offended by thank you, <laughs> right? Right. right. Uh, so it's just one of those things where I just like to bake in this stuff whenever possible because a lot of times when you go through a list of here's things you can do, mm-hmm. a lot of times it becomes overwhelming of like, holy crap, there's all these things that you have to do. But when it's just part of your daily routine, it's not even work. You're just living. Mm-hmm. And you're just living a good life. And not only that, but everything else gets easier because now instead of spending two hours fighting with your spouse, you're on the couch touching each other yeah. or whatever, yeah. whatever it yeah. may be. So, uh, yeah, I think that's going to do it, Karen. Um, that was fantastic. I know I already did the one last thing, so I'm, I'm cutting it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for your time. It is always a pleasure. And I hope all the listeners out there Um, got some good insight. And if they have any quick tips for us, would love to hear them. Shoot us a a message on uh, Twitter. I think that's a pretty easy way to get in touch with us. Or you can uh, click the email button on our podcast page. That's another way. Um, And thank you for listening. And uh, if you would like to leave a review, we love to get them. Um, Honest feedback. We have been uh, messing with our audio a little bit, trying to get it better. Um, We realize it's been inconsistent, uh, but we are really working to to make an improvement in audio. So hopefully you can hear that. Um, And um, yeah, I think that's all I got for you this week. So thank you so much, Karen. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Steve. 
And before we go, I do want to remind you that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness in the Art of <laughs> Mindfulness in the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. Of course, you can find this information on our website, hitchedmag.com, along with uh, the archive of the podcast uh, where we have uh, hundreds of episodes now in the books, uh, along with thousands of articles at your disposal. So check it out. Hopefully you find the answers you are seeking. So one last time, thank you so much, Karen. Bye-bye, Stephen. Thank you. All right. Take care, everybody.